0: Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple-check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome back
1: to Girls Who Read Porn, everybody. As usual, I am joined by Ola hey and our lovely beauty and Hello. how are you guys today
2: good i'm okay i have a story to tell you guys actually about something that happened to me two days ago Light on which us. i think you'll really enjoy <laughs> i went to vote because we got a new prime minister yay no longer conservative so exciting. I know. And I was standing in line and there was a guy in front of me and the guy who was like sending people through, he's like, Did you two come together? And I'm like, No, I come alone. And <laughs> <laughs> and the guy didn't know how to respond, but the chick behind me was like was drinking water and she spat all of her water across the <laughs> across <laughs> my back and down my hair. And I was like, I gotta stop reading porn. <laughs> Dude, that's I so funny. That. Oh my I fucking god. You guys will enjoy it. I've been saving it for the podcast just for you. Because <laughs> I was like dying to tell you over the weekend, but I was like, no, I've got to save this. It's just too good <laughs> that the chick behind me was dying, and the guy in front of me was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person?
1: <laughs> oh my fucking god, that's so good. <laughs>
2: There's nothing. I come alone. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, there's nothing better than like an accidental innuendo. It
2: Get wasn't accidental. Like I, <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't accidental. I was like, how uncomfortable can I make everyone around me? Because the wait time was like an hour and a half, and I was already going fucking crazy. So I think I just had From like voting. Oh my god, I've never seen so many people vote before, and I'm like, it's so we're a semi democracy in Australia, so you're required. No, I think you're full,
0: de- I think you're full, full democracy. democracy.
2: We're not. We're a semi-democracy. If you're a full democracy. You can't have a half. I'll explain it you to you. You can't have a hat. There's no half. Yes, we are a semi-democracy because we are required to vote. Otherwise, we get fined. Whereas in the States, you have to register to vote, but you're not required to vote.
1: We're not required to vote in New Zealand.
2: No. We are. We no, get we are. fined if we don't vote. So that's why we're not a full democracy.
1: That's weird. Yeah, but that's not what democracy oh my means. Jesus God,
2: look it up online. <laughs> oh
1: God, I'm gonna devolve into an argument about
2: Australian democracy politics. about—it's a lot of it's got to do with voting. Like you know, it's a democratic vote. We are forced to vote. That's not a democracy. If you're being forced
0: to vote. Okay, I guess. But like, I feel like you democracies don't come in halves. <laughs> you're either democracy or you're okay, not. Okay, tell us about the
1: book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As a nice little segue from our little um, (laughs) politics lesson there, we will be talking about Praise by Sarah-Kate today. Woo!
2: Oh yeah, good, real hot hot off the press, this one. Yeah, we had to change our book choice for this week because absolutely everybody who I asked, like, what book do you guys want to hear on the podcast? Praise by Sarah-Kate.
1: Yeah, big hit, big winner at the moment. And so I think we'll start off with our ratings. I think I want to give this book like a solid four. I quite liked it. I think it was like not quite a five, but it definitely wasn't a three. Solid four. What about <laughs> what about you, Ola?
2: I'll give it a four as well. I think it's a good read. It's I'm... an easy read, and um, it ticks a lot of boxes. But there was like just like one same. box that it didn't tick for me, but like the rest of them they tick. <laughs> okay so that's why you guys didn't get a five but a four is still really good
1: four is a good score for a book yeah
2: it's still a good rating, yeah
1: yeah that's like better than most average scores on like goodreads and shit so oh hundo congrats sarah um betty what was your rating
0: same i'm a solid <gasps> four. Like...
2: Dun, dun, dun. we're all <laughs> the same this has not happened before this is very exciting i can't believe we all agree this is I know. we
0: never agree no we never agree agree. but to be honest it was just one of those books where i couldn't necessarily fault it it did what it was meant to do it was a smart book that was (laughs) (laughs) smelly. those are our requirements Exactly. All right.
1: And so we'll talk a little bit about our favorite parts. Oh, maybe I should give a um a brief summary of the story, maybe. shouldn't I? <laughs> I should do maybe that. Is. that is part of our part of our shtick. Okay. So we start off, we have our main character, Charlotte, who is normally called Charlie. She's just broken up with her boyfriend Bo. And Bo's is like, Yo, I need you to go and get like our deposit for the house that we had back from my dad because the dad had like spotted him, the money, you know, it's all very, so, you know, I know we just broke up, but I need you to go to my dad's house. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Can't you just get it and like give me my money? And he's like, no, you know me and my dad don't get along. And he's just like a real crybaby. <laughs> he's just like a real whiner. What a fucking drama queen. Yeah. And so she heads to his dad's house. The dad's name is Emerson. Uh, he works from home. Um, she walks in. This woman greets her at the door, and she's like, "Oh gosh, we weren't expecting you." And she's like, "Oh, maybe Bo like called ahead and told his dad that I would be uh, collecting the the money from him." Shows up. The guy walks in and like just starts critiquing her. asks why she isn't on her knees. Makes her get on her knees, which she like does because she's so confused. She's like, "What? Like why? Why? Okay."
2: Then she's like what I do you have do never that? been so confused that I get on my knees with someone when they ask me to, <laughs> unless I want to, and then there's no confusion, yeah. but I've never been so confused where some guy's go and get on your knees, and I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't think so, let's talk about this first.
1: And so, like, she does it just out of, like, con- just sheer confusion, I'm guessing, you know, just a complete blank, she's like, well... The 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 guy said to get on my knees and maybe I should. I really want my money, you know. And then lo and behold it
2: turns (laughs) (laughs) I really want my money, I should get on my knees.
1: Yeah. If you want your cash girls, get on the knees.
2: Oh shit (laughs) (laughs) okay you don't have to we just want to point out that it's not a requirement to make money it's not a requirement if
1: you want to get on your knees no. to make money kudos to
2: you power absolutely power to the power people. power to the pussy <laughs> we're just
0: in, a, we're just in a, um, a little bit of a silly mood we today. are we are
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> So lo and behold, it turns out Emerson is in the habit of sort of like hiring girls to be his like subs. Like he's a dom; he hires women to come into his office and be his like slave sub like girl for the day.
0: What a day job! Yeah,
1: well that's not his... oh, oh that's their day. I thought you were saying like that's his day job. Just to hire people to be
0: as <laughs> Hiring <sub>. people. <laughs> to no,
1: I would totally, I would totally do that for money. I bet you he pays them so Same. good. He seems like a really ethical employer. So.
2: I like 100%. that. If I could to <laughs> kneel in front of a guy for him to pat my head for like 150k a year, yeah. I'm get pat my head immediately.
1: There is a lot of head petting for you. <laughs> head petting is featured quite heavily throughout the uh, throughout the book.
0: Ha ha! Heavily, heavily, heavily,
1: heavily head petting <laughs> You've heard of heavy <laughs> petting. But have you heard <laughs> of heavily head petting? <laughs> What is wrong with us today? I don't know. We've all got issues. We've got some very strange issues at the moment, apparently. Okay, and so eventually, like, she realizes she's like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" I think this guy might have me confused. After she's gotten on her knees, so she stands up and she's like, "Yo, no, I'm a, I'm your son's uh, ex girlfriend, and I just need my half of like the the rent money, like the deposit money." And he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Get
2: off your knees! Get off
1: your please please, please stand up please don't tell my son about this and she's like oh it's fine we've broken up probably won't be seeing him around and they have like a little bond you know that Charlie and Emerson have like a bit of a bond going and so gives her the money and then he offers her a job essentially there's like other stuff that happens in between but that's like not that important I'm keeping the plot going um <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she goes to work, and he's like, he's like, he's like, what does he say? He's like, I want you to be like my actual secretary, not like one of the girls I hire. <laughs> so like, so it's very clear from the get go that she is going to be like a real secretary and actually
0: do like, well, cause all those things. She does a bunch of googling when she gets offered the job, and like finds out that he is like a large player in the kink community, which is why he has to clarify that she is being a normal secretary
1: yeah yeah like, he yeah he, yeah he, cl- he clarifies that for her yeah um so she's like okay i'm gonna be you know a little sexy secretary but without like the sexy stuff because i'm not getting paid for that shows up she like changes like her clothes which i thought was like super weird anyway she for her first day of work as a uh as a normal secretary she decides to wear a nice yeah. little pencil skirt heels a black bra and a white shirt which is quite see-through and I just I just have to say, like, kudos to her. I hope that if she was just going to be walking into, like, a normal office when she hadn't gotten on her knees for her new boss that she would still wear the same thing because one of my favorite looks is a black bra with a white t-shirt. I think it looks so good. It Honestly, feels so, like, f- it's, a power it's so move. powerful. It feels so, like, French. It feels so European. I love it.
2: Or like a red <laughs> bra?
1: Oh, Yeah. yeah Yeah, like
2: when it's red that I reckon red is the most powerful move because that's like that's sex on legs it
1: is that's this that's the seduction color yeah (laughs) (laughs) um exposed underwear must be like one of my favorite sort of like fashion stuff but like underwear as like outerwear so it's not you're not just like showing your undies you're not I just like... Say,
2: like you've got a wedgie and it's like coming out the top of your jeans or you, what?
1: you haven't just like bent over and you're just like showing your fucking underwear like it's, it's intentionally exposed underwear that's done like with sophistication
2: can I'd, you explain I that further because all i'm thinking of is like a mini skirt that's just like <laughs> no like girls
1: girls that no, wear like, like um, yeah girls wearing sheer things girls that wear like like lingerie like oh, yeah. Boots yes, is like tops and stuff, very cool.
2: Love it, so hot. And so they I start was to... not thinking that.
1: <laughs> and so she, so she, yeah. And so she also like does her research on him, and she finds out that his business is that he is co-owner of like a kink club, like a sex club, which is called the Salacious Players Club, which is like
0: a very exclusive. Is that how you the say it? Salacious. salacious Players Club. Yeah. I was saying salacious, <laughs> like salish. I was like, what the hell? It's so delicious. You know, whenever
2: they were like writing SPC in Australia, we've got fruit cups called SPC. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking it was a sex CEO of calls. a fruit cup company. I was thinking of like eating pears in liquid. Or something.
1: <laughs> oh god. Um. And yeah, so she's like, she's like, has no exposure to cake. Like, she's pretty vanilla, but she's super interested to like learn more about it. Like. It doesn't freak her out. She's like, this is cool. Like, it's cool that you give these people, like, an avenue to explore their kinks and stuff in, like, a really healthy way. Um, so the club hasn't quite been built yet, so they're going to be opening up soon, and they're just getting everything sorted, so Emerson really needs a secretary, you know? And so they start working together. Shit's pretty, like, it's pretty flirty, you know? The 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 ex-boyfriend's dad and her just really have a little bit of tension going on. You Cut that tension with a knife. And so it sort of leads up to the club opening where she wears like this amazing dress like he like he's like go out buy yourself a dress take my card and she's like okay thanks and so she goes out she gets her hot look and of course it's like a kink club you know she's never been in like a kink club before so she's like going down the corridor she's like there's windows she's watching people get it on get freaky And then Emerson comes up behind her and is like, You want to touch yourself? And then, like, guides her to touch herself, which is like a little bit strange, but it works really, really well in the scene that it is, because it is a very, like, voyeur heavy scene. And he's like playing on the whole vibe of the Kink Club, which is very cool. And then he keeps on sort of being like, Man, I need to like fight this attraction because she's my son's ex girlfriend. My son doesn't like me. This is Bo, the crybaby, by the way. My son doesn't like me because I am like, I co own this kink club and he thinks that it's like disgusting and like, I'm just like this really dirty guy. It's so, it's very strange. I would be like, so into it. I'd be like, you know what? You do you. Be positive, give these people a good outlet.
2: Mm, it's more strange to me that he found it strange than, like, the dad owning a sex club. Like, yeah. how fucking backwards are you?
1: Yeah. And it, it's, it's weird. You'd think the son like would be cooler shaming. about it.
2: Yeah. It's like full sex shaming. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Bo. Um,
1: and yeah, so shit. I feel very strongly <laughs> about that. Sorry, guys. Just t- stupid. <laughs> Shit Fuck starts you, to um, shit starts to progress between Charlie and Emerson. They eventually, uh, she decides that she wants to like learn how to be like a good sub, and she also realizes that she has a praise kink, which is yeah, the whole the title, you know. So every time Emerson's like "good girl," she's like, "oh yes," she gets like a little happy butterfly sensation. Very proud of her for discovering that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps on going on. This is all just like build up. They start like fucking they're barely getting any work done at this point i mean he really just needs to hire another secretary because she is just not fulfilling her job description what else happens
2: (laughs) this reminds me of a not so me cute when we were talking about i forgot uh her name was also lottie right when lottie Lottie. when i was like um well lottie was working but he's like well barely (laughs) We're so judgmental of people's work
0: ethics.
1: Yeah. Oh, we also find out as well, well.
0: Well, I like yeah. Well, in the book, occasionally it will be like there'll be breaks, and the author will just be like, "Oh, and she did some emails in this point. Some emails <laughs> were sent in this point."
1: Yeah, she wrote. She typed up a quick
0: report in between sucking a stick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I also need to mention as well that uh, Charlie has a younger sister, Sophie, who we find out later is uh, transgender. And so when she first is sort of like when she first meets Emerson and gets the job offer from him, she sort of clarifies that his club is like LGBTQA plus friendly, and because that's like really important to her, so that's very good. And he's like, "Yeah, of course, love it." And then eventually, shit comes to a head. Shit hits the fan, where they're like. She is wearing um, like one of those uh, internal vibrators that you can pull up your underwear over, so it has, it's like a little U-shape, so it goes inside you and then wraps around the front as well. And Emerson has the remote, and so they get home, uh, they're like out eating lunch or something, she's got this fucking vibrator and it, she's just trying to eat her fucking like, chicken Caesar salad, and he's got this vibrating remote. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get home, she kind <laughs> of see- forgets... Oh. <laughs>
0: these it was actually a sub not so
2: meat cute more fucking salad
0: <laughs> so like she kind of it was, no it was a sandwich was it was, oh, No, it, don't don't mis don't mislead us it was a sandwich was it a sandwich oh maybe it, it was, was a like p- a chicken i think i
1: i think i remember the word chicken sub. so it was a chicken it was a it was sub, a chicken yeah. sub. No, the she, um yeah she's hamming down in her stuff <laughs> she's, she's, she's stuffed from both I, ends
2: I think it was a burrito, personally, but who knows what
1: it was. <laughs> um, so they kind of like she kind of like forgets that it's inside it, but and then when they get home, Emerson like kind of chucks the remote into like the bowl with his keys at the door, and then Bo comes in and catches them, sort of like getting a little bit freaky, but they like quickly like pull apart. And like he doesn't like think that anything's going on. They're acting like super flustered. And Bo's just like, "Yo, like, I just wanted to like come over and like see what was going on, you know? Like, I heard that you were like working for my dad now. Like, how is shit?" And then Bo like goes to grab something. I think he goes to grab like his keys from the bowl. Accidentally grabs the remote, turns it on to like the highest setting, and she just instantly like screams because of the sensation.
2: And he's just like, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on?" And she has to like run
0: out. <laughs> How do you get keys in a fucking remote confused?
1: You know, so many people well, just have the. It little... specifically says in the book. Yeah.
0: It specifically says in the book that the remote looks exactly the same as a Ute key, <laughs> like the little like electronic. Right, you, like, press it and it goes like beep um, beep. Like, clicker. Well, we all know so how deeply don't... I read
2: this book.
0: <laughs> do not doubt Sarah Kate because she has all bases. No, color. I I believe you.
2: I believe you. But we all know that I'm very surface level compared to the two of you. <laughs>
0: Any question asked will be has been clarified Thank you. in this book. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I then appreciate so...
2: the time you've taken to clarify it, Sarah-Kate. You have been amazing <laughs> and we appreciate your writing. Thank you.
1: And then so Bo is like, what the actual fuck? And he's like, oh my God, like, what is going on between you two? Like, Super obvious that they're fucking, you know, that shit's getting real. And then Emerson goes like, it's nothing, it's nothing. And she's like, oh my God. So she's instantly like, oh my God, Emerson said it's nothing just grabs her shit and she leaves and she just tucks herself in bed for like three days she's just having the worst time you know and that's our sort of main angsty point of the book was, and then she's like I can't be with him because he wants to pick his son over me which is like
2: <laughs> which is fair like, enough.
1: it's also like it's like fair enough but it's also like not that fair it's like you could just like be honest with your son like your son is obviously like the biggest bitch and he really needs like just somebody just tell him how it is and just be like get over yourself because he was also like a shit to charlie when they were in a relationship
0: she does make a point where she's like um you're wanting like everything from me which you would expect from a relationship but you want to keep me a secret yeah at the same time and like i feel like that's the main source of her frustration is being like i'm fine with everything else i just can't be a secret which is
1: sophia like, and because they have, like, this amazing connection. Like, she pretty much fucking loves him. You know what I mean? Like, she thinks that he loves her. It's, you know, his, his little son just shouldn't get in the way. He's not little. He's the same age as Charlie. Exactly. So. <laughs> Charlie? How old is Charlie? She's, like, 20. 21. And Emerson is, like, 40. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love an age gap. Yeah. Um, he must have had Beau age he, quite young. He would have had Beau, really. Teenage, I think, I think it mentioned that he
1: had Beau when he was, like, 19. 18 or
0: 19. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Um. And then so, yeah, she goes into like a big depression spiral. She's just like in her bed for three days and her little sister's like, yo, you gotta like get your shit together. And so the thing that pulls Charlie from her big old depression spiral is lo and behold her dickhead dad who like ran out on the mall because her sister was transgender, which is just a fucking dick move, uh, comes in, he's running in with all these accusations and apparently his... Co worker had told him that he'd seen Charlie at the club, at the Salacious Players Club. And he's like, No daughter of mine's going to that sort of filthy club. And yeah, he's just a real, real dickhead. <laughs> and then lo and behold Emerson and Beau are there to save the day I can't remember if they were like going there with a purpose or if they were just driving by
2: no the sister calls that's dad. right The sister, uh, Sophie right. calls yeah. him. yeah
1: oh that's right yeah the little sister Sophie calls Emerson because she's so scared of her dad and he comes in and he just saves the day which is super nice and then so Emerson is all like oh my god Charlie like leaving was like the biggest mistake of my life like you're not nothing you're everything and she's like oh my god I have literally been in bed for three days because I couldn't stop thinking about you and Beau's just like this is weird but I guess this is my life now and then everybody lives happily ever after
0: yeah but Bo also stu- you missed stood up for the his best dad bit. he
1: did stand up for his dad I'm you just trying to keep it concise
0: yeah <laughs> yeah they reconcile but you you miss the best what would I miss you missed the best bit where in her depression she gets up and goes to the sex club oh yeah and has like a lesbian scene with yeah. like the local like um Dominatrix to try and make Emerson jealous.
1: Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, what's her name? Um, Eden.
0: Eden. Yeah, Eden. Eden.
1: Um, yeah, Eden. Eden her. Eden's like, oh my god, you know what'll get him really fired up if you make him jealous, and then they go into like a room with like a window, and everybody's watching them, and they start making out and shit. It's real good. Do you know it what's works. really good?
2: <laughs> Do you know what's really good? How you go like half American accent, half New Zealand whenever <laughs> you try. <laughs>
1: I'm trying my hardest I'm not very good at
2: accents no you're amazing I love your man voices I love your accents you're all you're there G I should be an actor you should maybe. be a voice actor
1: I sh- maybe I should record audio maybe
2: <laughs> <laughs> with I Sebastian could, I could do um
1: no I could do both the female and the male
2: parts beautiful yeah yeah, but that's All what right. they do normally in audiobooks anyway. Like, whenever the female does a male's voice, I'm like, okay, I, I can deal with this. But whenever a guy <laughs> does a female's voice, I'm like, I don't know if this is so sexy anymore.
1: It's not happening. <laughs> okay, so I think we'll round out and talk about our very favourite parts of the book. I think my favourite part of the whole sort of book, I also read the second one as well, Eyes on Me, um, is that it sort of like portrays kink, in like a really healthy way. I really enjoyed that because I feel like everybody got into the sort of like kinda kinky shit with Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's not really portrayed that well because obviously like in Fifty Shades of Grey, Anastasia isn't like super into it. You know what I mean? Whereas this is like a woman's journey of getting introduced to Kink, meeting other people that have had good experiences and then going on to have her own good experiences. So I like that. I like that exposure for the kink community.
2: Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite parts. Is that they also introduce like praise kink isn't something that's really spoken about in many books. I don't. I've never read about it before. Actually, I feel I'm not sure. Maybe I have, but it wasn't as like put it's out there up. as a kink. Do you but know I what don't I mean? think.
0: Yeah, like like I think it's, it's brought not up, as but it's not specified that it's a kink that it's in itself. Yeah, it's not as
2: obvious. So I enjoyed that, and it also like. From what I could see on social media and through people talking about it, through groups and whatever else, so many people didn't realize that praise kink was their thing. And so it brought out this whole new thing for like a sexual awakening for so many people. And I loved that about
0: this book. And you, Biddy? I think my favorite thing about the book is how inclusive it was without being like in your face inclusive.
1: Nice, yeah, that's it's um, very good skill to pull off as an author, yeah. I think.
0: Right, because like, I mean, like, genuinely, to me, the fact that Sophie was transgender was a shock, because it wasn't alluded to, and um, like, at any part within the book. And I think it was just a really good way to include that kind of diversity, and then not make the entire book about that. It there just be a secondary character that has this kind of struggle um and it'd be referenced and it'd be referenced in such a good way yeah hundred yeah. yeah, percent. that was amazing I
2: didn't know that um Sophie was trans either until later in the book and I thought it was so clever
1: yeah and what were our least favorite parts of the book do you want to start us off Ola
2: um I feel like some of the sex scenes were the same you got like a little bit of repetitive. Rep- a little bit repetitive. Like they were still hot sex scenes, but I don't feel like they were like really. Um, oh, I forgot the word for it. Sorry, they were like- <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. They were just like kind of repetitive. Like I enjoyed them a lot, but I feel like there could have been more diversity yeah in like the sex scenes right yeah like mix it up just just a tad just a little bit more like over the desk maybe next time go under the desk (laughs) you know (laughs) go next to the window i don't know
1: (laughs) just a little bit different and what was your least favorite part bitty
0: um i don't know i i don't think there was like a least favorite part to be honest like it was just a very easy like good book to read although to be honest i hate the character name emerson that feels like a last name to me
2: (laughs) (laughs) sarah kate you've done really well if the only thing she doesn't like is a name
0: (laughs) nice i mean like and also because what was his what was his business partner called what one He has multiple. Uh, He's Garrett? No, he's like main business. Garrett's like Garrett. So Garrett sounds really close to Grant. So sometimes when they'd call him Grant because he was called Emerson Grant, um, I'd get those characters confused. Oh, Biddy, you just can't keep up, can you? Well, because Emerson sounds like a last name. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, so we have Emerson, we have Grant, and we have Graham. Okay. And then I was like, wait, no, wait. Emerson Grant's the what same person. Graham? I thought
2: it was Garrett. <laughs> Garrett. Don't ask me about names. Garrett. <laughs> Garrett. No, or did I get it wrong?
0: I don't yeah, you got it right.
2: Maybe. Oh, you it oh right my God, goodness, I got it right. I got a name right over Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm holding a fucking party for that one. Oh God. That was genuinely my only issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a name right I'm so excited I've got. I can die happy now
1: I I think that my favorite no not my favorite my least favorite part of the book just because it was the only bit that felt like a little bit unnatural and stilted was the bit where she got on her knees because like I understand that it was necessary to like build this plot line but it just felt like kind of weird Which part
2: when she got on her knees? When she got on her knees,
1: knees. when she got on her knees, like at the very start, like she walks into his office and he's like, on your knees. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Like it's super weird. (laughs) But like I understand like the necessity, but just it, it is very early on in the book. Like, and I was just like, oh, okay, we're getting set up for this sort of book. But then it actually like evolved into like quite a well thought out
0: book. All right. Yeah, well,
2: I guess you know, next time you walk into a guy's office, just get on your knees and see what happens, see if it evolves well for you.
1: I think it is quite funny though, because, like, she is thinking about, she's like, oh my god, does he want, does he want, like, what does he want, what does he want me on my knees for? Fuck, I really need that money. It's just like, oh,
0: okay.
2: (laughs) If I was shit broke I would essentially do anything and if a guy was like get on your knees I would think about it and I'd be like why hey.
0: <laughs>
2: wouldn't you ask would you be like why like it's that simple I
0: think well I don't think she associated it with a sex thing I think she thought he was gonna ask her to beg oh yeah because oh. she wasn't aware of the fact because she didn't know that the like that kink dynamic existed yet so she was like oh he's he's like because his son's an asshole his dad must be an asshole as well and he's going to make me get on my knees and beg for but this But also money. his son
2: was, like, bitching about his dad a lot, about what a piece of shit he was yeah. to her. So maybe, like, oh, we're unravelling. We are. We're really <laughs> unravelling. I love it when we unravel.
1: And did any of us have a particular favourite smut scene that we would like to mention?
2: I did. You did? What was your one? I did. I think – Betty touched on it before, but like, oh, I've got two. One of them because I thought it was just so insanely inappropriate and hilarious, but also really awkward. And that was when I don't remember what his name is, so don't even ask me, but the contractor asked um, Charlie to put Drake, the vibrator. Uh, Drake, Drake. yeah, Drake. Drake. Thank you, Drake. Drake asked Charlie to put the vibrator inside her and walk around with it, and it, it's just so fucking inappropriate. Like, why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, and it, like, he like really, dares her to yeah. do it, and
1: she's like, "Well, I've yeah. never backed down from a dare."
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, so why weird. would you do that? But like, I enjoy that it was put into the book because I don't think I've ever read anything like that before. But also, yeah. the scene between um, Charlie and Eden, nice. It was just so sex positive. It was. it was like I love cool. sex positive shit yeah I thought and that was really cool
1: we have mentioned before where are all the lesbians in smart books yeah. you know I
2: love a good lesbian get together yeah
1: who doesn't <laughs>
2: honestly you know what like the number one the top two watched porn by women is gay sex and lesbian sex so it like blows my mind that there isn't more gay and lesbian books because that is like Top two categories that women actually watch in porn.
1: I feel like I come across more like male on male books than I do female yeah, yeah. on female. But, Absolutely, but, like, women love men getting together.
2: Fuck yeah, yeah. it's a power.
1: Thing. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's a power thing. Like we're not involved, but we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching and we like it <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs>
1: i didn't have like a particular favorite smut scene but i think that one thing that this book really did for me was like it portrayed that like older man age gap thing in such a good way that i was like yeah. hmm maybe i'm attracted to older men but like i don't actually think i've ever met a man over 40 that i find attractive but i like it now in books so
2: Sarah Kate every me single guy drink. that I want to. Every single like celebrity I want to fuck is over forty. They're like probably <laughs> over sixty now. So I've been all about it for a long time.
0: <laughs> oh nice! I think mm-hmm. my favorite was the restaurant scene. So like, so after they'd been at the club prior to opening, and then like Drake asked her to put the, like the vibrator in. And then he like Emerson found out that she'd like done it without his permission, and then he was like, "Come on, we're leaving." And then he takes her to like lunch, and it's, like a quite a fancy salad. restaurant. <laughs> 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 Sorry, well, like because yeah. And then he's like, and he's like pun it like punishing, I think punishing her with air quotes because it wasn't really a punishment. Um, but like that little scene where she's like trying to figure out how to like not draw attention to herself, um while she's finishing in the middle of a fancy yeah. restaurant are you into voyeurism betty are you
1: that's exhibitionism not that i
0: know oh is it, is it ex- yeah. oh, voyeurism is when you watch exhibitionism is when, so you're when, you, doing-
1: when you're
2: doing it yeah
0: i don't know if i could do it myself but i think it would be quite funny to know that it's happening to somebody next <laughs> to
1: me That's that <laughs> like another another sort of kink isn't it it's like a forced orgasm where it's like you like you try your yeah. hardest not to but you can't help it like your point yeah because you. a
2: lot of the time it's like withholding mm. so it's like the complete and most aggressive opposite <laughs> yeah like, especially in a place where you're like i kind of don't want this to happen
1: yeah if you did like praise which you probably would have because it seems to be everybody's fucking top book at the moment you'd definitely like the second one eyes on me which features garrett and his love interest who happens to be his stepsister who's also an age gap nice. and it's taboo <laughs> and it's so good I really enjoyed it I think I enjoyed it more than praise but I do think I just like the whole like forbidden thing
2: a lot of people have that praise is so much better you're the first one I've heard that I said liked, Eyes Me well. I just
1: prefer I don't know maybe it is just like more because it's like a bit more of like a, oh my god they shouldn't do it you know
2: It's because you've been reading so much fucking Jade West, isn't
1: it? It literally is. I've been reading so much Jade West, (laughs) guys.
2: That anything other than Jade West is like mild porn to you.
1: Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Because Jade covers like every topic under the sun to its extreme. Holy
2: fuck. I know. It's crazy. I didn't know that there were some kinks that I was like, "Mm, maybe I am interested.
0: What is Garrett's kink? Garrett
2: King
1: is Voyeurism. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see like what the rest of the book's gonna be like too. Cause
0: they have Is it gonna go through the cast? Yeah, yeah,
1: because the in ne- yeah, the there's next four, one, of them, there's four of them or three of them. Um I think there's gonna be mm-hmm. four because there's like the next one as well, which is like Hunter who's married and he's like a partner in the club and it's about him and I think him, his wife Isabel and Drake, the like, you know, the contractor from the first book, like becoming like a thruple i think it's about that already no. married no he's like he's no, like no, the man. He's, the man only one. he's like the he's like the, the player
2: yeah oh oh okay i'm excited
0: for that i yeah. love a good mmf because I mean, he's also the only one that doesn't have like a known kink
1: yeah he just he's just like oh whatever i just i just like to fuck you know and then the,
0: Drake. I, and oh then me. i'm assuming i'm assuming the fourth one I will
1: like be about um I'm assuming the fourth one will be Maybe. about Maggie, who, which I'm also like super excited for
0: because yeah. it's yeah. like
1: mentioned in the first two books that she's like super secretive with her kinks. And I'm like, oh my god, what is this bitch yeah. up to?
0: That's what I'm most excited for. I want to know
2: what she's up to. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I like about series being released as of late? is that majority of them are being released within a few months, so you don't have to wait, like, a year or two like you did with fucking Harry Potter <laughs> to be released. Thanks.
1: So that- I never
2: read
0: Harry Potter. <gasps> yeah,
2: you've
1: read Harry
2: Potter. It's that so That is sacrilegious. That is not okay. It doesn't even matter if you like it or not. You're required to read it. It's a required reading to be a person on this earth. It
1: literally makes no sense. Like, she was a bookworm growing up in the UK, and she didn't read Harry Potter
0: that's bullshit i was having my hunger games face no. potter- potter- way before no. hunger games way before yeah yeah but like at the age in which harry potter picked up around when i was like 12 hunger games came out how did it pick up when you were
2: 12 because when i was 12 it was like the biggest fucking rage yeah.
0: the-, the last book came
1: out when i was 11
0: yeah yeah but like it had like it's like it, went, it had its ebbs and flows. And when the movie started there was no ebb. Book... It was only flow. I don't know what you're
2: talking about. There was flow and there's still flow. We watch it if we get bored and there's nothing else to watch. We're like, what are we going to watch? Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars. <laughs> I've
0: also never seen Lord of the Rings or read it. Jesus, what? fuck. Oh I would never God. read it. It's
2: like a 10-year book to read. But I've read it. it. I've
0: read all of them. Of
2: course you have. But apparently, it's not they're they're like they're super pretty, confusing.
1: There's just like a lot of songs in them, which I didn't like that huh? much. Like he like he'll yeah. write out, you know how you know like they sing like you know it's when it's like fantasy like medieval sort of shit. There's always like songs. There's like ballads. There's like heaps of songs yeah. in the book. I it's, don't really like that.
2: It's from Mariah Carey <laughs> in the background. <books.
1: laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien will like he'll spend like two pages describing like how the trees looked. And then there'll be, like, a little bit of dialogue. And then it will, like, flick to, like, how the river looked. So, yeah, I can get, it's a wee bit tedious, but it's, like, far. Yeah, I've read that bit. it's
2: very difficult to read.
0: Yeah. Maybe I would have read Harry Potter if it was more smutty.
2: We gotta get her on some Harry Potter fucking Wattpad or whatever. It's
0: <gasps> fan called. fiction. Oh my god, Betty, yeah. you
1: need to read Harry Potter so you can read all of the Hermione fan fiction that I can recommend. Can to. I get
0: it without reading the fan fiction? No, I think I movie. think you
1: need like the
2: background. No, you need the back. Yeah, back. the movies and like the last movie
0: disappointment compared to the book. Never seen it i've watched the first three what what is is going
2: on this is like this is not okay sorry guys we're not talking about smart right now but we're both very disappointed in betty normally i'm the fucking third wheel but i feel really (laughs) good about it today i'm not
1: i'll be the third wheel when you guys start talking about laura limpus oh i love that! oh my
2: god i've been like waiting for ep- i'm like holding out i haven't read them in like four weeks and i'm really excited i was planning this weekend to go through five of them together
0: and it's so funny. i got the first i got the first book in the mail today like the comic we got it in the mail today oh yeah you ordered the special
2: edition
1: like the actual editions yeah. of it I and that's I what i'm order. gonna do
0: that's what I'm going to do after we finish recording. I'm actually going to reread it in book form. Oh, that's there's nice. like little, There's little snippets in it that aren't included in the webcombing. <gasps> so. I'm ordering it right now. <laughs> My Amazon,
2: like in the last week, has gotten a huge hit and I'm,
0: <laughs> it's about to get a bigger one. Get it off Mighty Ape. It's on sale
2: at the moment. I don't know what Mighty Ape is. A lot of New Zealanders talk about it, but I don't even know. It's an Australian company.
1: If I should have booked Depository. It's free shipping worldwide.
2: Anyway, back to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, I am actually currently reading an age gap novel, which is very dark, and I thought that you guys would like it. It's about an Irish tattoo artist who has to take on a chick who, like, you know, when you get caught by the cops and they're like, "You either go to juvie or you do like community service." So she's doing community service for him, and she's like nineteen, and he's like forty-five. Nice.
0: Oh, nice. oh What's Yes.
2: It What's it called? Ooh. Un moment, por favor. Let me just pull out my Kindle. <laughs> I think it's called. <laughs> I think it's called Dublin Ink. Ooh. Yeah, like it's super Irish. I love Irish and Scottish shit. Like, I love a good, yeah, like, gritty, link.
1: like, older man one. Like, um, fucking, I love To Burn in Brutal Rapture by Nyla Kay. That is such a good age gap romance. Very taboo, by the way, but really good.
2: I I've heard that Nyla Kaye is, like, super taboo. Like, I yeah. love, like, oh my Jade God. West.
1: Yeah, but her shit is, like, so good.
2: And what, Jade's West is
1: it? No, you know what I'm talking about? like. <laughs> if taboo is like done well it's like oh my god it's like you can't put it down
0: yeah a hundred percent is a first age gap book that i've actually read really what there are so many like i know everywhere. i just didn't think i was into them yeah fair oh, enough Oh,
2: are you into it now
0: kind of i don't know i've mixed feelings about i've mixed feelings about like age gap
2: i have really aggressive daddy issues so i fucking love it
1: i don't think i have daddy issues but i still really like the whole daddy kink age gap thing
2: (laughs) that's after you read jade west you dirty bitch i love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) fuck yeah I love that for you. It is like when you read a book, this is what I like about praise. When you read a book and you discover your own kinks, like so it, good. that is my favorite thing about reading smart. Like, there are so many things that I didn't know that I was into until I read it, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm really enjoying this.
1: Yeah, it's like everybody should read like one smart book a week just to like spice up their life, you know? 100%. You will I feel like anybody that starts reading smart like realizes that their sex life is quite vanilla.
0: <laughs> like pre smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect podcast to do that, because we talk about a book a week. Yeah. Oh baby.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, plug that shit, baby. <laughs>
2: Oh man, we just shameless up before. Shameless, shameless self-promotion. Shameless. Sh- you have to listen to us because we're amazing. So make sure you've got your headphones in and you're really getting into it cuz it's just going to get better and better each week. <laughs> yeah, we've got good chats.
0: Especially the more taboo books we read. Yeah. Oh man,
1: I'm so looking forward to us reading some taboo shit cuz I feel like that's really my jam. I don't know why, I just love it. <laughs> Anything forbidden is like amazing to me.
2: Yeah, well Neon Gods week should be good. <gasps> so Cuz that is like that's a hectic hectic taboo on another level. Cuz yeah. he's just seems so chill and then he's like, "Now I'm going to fuck you in front of 10,000 people." <laughs>
1: she's <laughs> like, like, "Okay."
2: Where did that come from?
1: I can't wait to get you guys onto like some fantasy shit as well.
2: Okay, no, so like nobody else reading. is looking
1: forward to it, but I'm so excited.
2: No. I was I started reading a blurb for a book, and I was like really into it until he said, "And I am the alpha wolf, and my brother is the beta wolf." And I'm like, "Oh fuck this!"
0: <laughs> to be honest, I based on the like Facebook ads I get for those like applications, <laughs> yeah, where they like share smart, where like I don't do you get them all though? yes yes i do yeah. yeah 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 so like based on those ones i'm actually like kind of excited to read a wolf nice based like smart novel because i've seen so many adverts about them and i'm like if they're being advertised at this quantity surely they're like kind of good yeah. yeah but
2: a lot of the ones which are on facebook aren't actually edited books that you can get on amazon so i don't
1: know no, how many that are just on like, amazon it's more, like, it's more like for apps where like sort of like wattpad where people can just post shit eh?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but it must be like a huge trope because every second advert is like alpha wolf pack. There's so much spot. alpha stuff.
2: You guys like hate alpha males, but you like alpha wolf.
0: Well, it's like it's natural, different. not natural.
2: natural.
0: There is a there is such thing as a wolf pack. So,
2: like, that, <laughs> you
0: can't, like argue I
2: know that. About it <laughs> <in the> hangover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I think that about wraps up our episode. So please, please, please join us next week because we will have the one and only Jade West coming on to talk about her books, which is so exciting. Uh, This is why I've been binging Jade West. We've all been reading Jade West, absolutely loving it, and literally cannot wait to meet her and talk to her. So please join us and, yeah, get all the saucy details.
0: We love right. Jade West. We can't wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy stevens See you next week and stay smutty, team.